today on Channel Massive Today. The destroyer of MMO gamers' hopes and dreams has returned. What will it mean for social gaming as we know it? And Nintendo is pinning its hopes on 3D gaming, but at what cost? I'll needlessly panic and wet my pants in just a few moments. All this and more on Channel Massive Today. Thank you for downloading Channel Massive today. I'm your host, Jason. The date is June 22nd, 2010. Uh, before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show, I'd like to talk a little bit about the new show, my plans for it, my absence from Channel Massive, why I'm back, blah, 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 blah. Um, so, what the hell is going on here, and why am I back? Well, quite simply, uh, what Channel Massive today is going to be is going to be a daily show um, that I'm going to run about 20 to 30 minutes uh, every day. Uh, may go a little bit over, just kind of depends on whether I have an interview set up or whether I want to review a game. Um, just call it like the Twitter version of <laughs> the weekly show, essentially. Um, depending on whose story you hear, the reason for my return is probably going to change a little bit. I'm sure Mark is going to try to snow you over with this story. Uh, about me being totally hammered one night, and I broke down crying, begging and pleading for him to take me back on the show. Um, my story is a little bit different. Um, basically, my thought was is that I'm feeling better. My health concerns are are, are kind of you know, under control right now, and I miss talking about games. And I, I really miss talking about games, especially with the other guys uh, when they went to E3 uh, last week. Um, I, I just, you know, I was hella jealous, and I just felt like, dang, you know, I'm reinvigorated, I I really miss talking about games with people, and I miss receiving, you know, feedback from other people on, on video games, and I, and I like starting conversations like that, and, you know, I thought it was just time for my return, so I'm back, um, I'm looking forward to trying this new format out, um, it'll probably mean that I'll host the... A weekly show as well um, on occasion. I'm not going to return to the weekly show on a permanent basis um, just because I like what they're doing right now and I'm not going to go muck up the works there any more than than uh, they need it mucked up. <laughs> so I'll probably you know co-host there a little bit more often, but it's not going to be on a permanent basis. My focus will pretty much be on this daily show, at least for the time being. Um, I'm going to try to keep the show format the same. Um, look for the shows to come out around 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'll try to keep you guys informed ahead of time about upcoming topics in case you want to chime in. And speaking of chiming in, as always, if you want to participate in the show, you can shoot me an email at mail at channelmassive.com. Uh, or you can always follow us on the Twitter feed at twitter.com slash channelmassive. And I also think we're set up on Facebook as well, so look for us there. So um, without further ado, let's get on with the show. Uh, what I'm going to do this Tuesday is I'll talk about some of the new releases that are out. Um, I will talk about the Nintendo 3DS, and I'll talk about some other funny things as well. Um, so stay tuned and enjoy the ride. 
Open the door. Get him out of there. No, wait. All right, let's talk about some of the new releases this week. I'm not going to get into every single release uh, just because that would probably take up the entire show and and I'm not interested in doing that. So I'm just going to name off uh, three um, that particularly interest me and uh, and uh, just talk them for talk about them for a little bit here. Um, first off, yesterday, um, Need for Speed World um, was released on the PC. World is um, you know it'll, what it'll do is it kind of takes the gameplay style of Most Wanted and Carbon has that focus on illegal racing, police chases, and it, what it does is it adds some MMO elements, I guess, like special abilities and upgrades. And I guess it also features some co-op play modes and team-based gameplay modes. Um, and But the game doesn't seem like it's totally free-to-play. Um, after a certain level, I guess you're not going to be able to progress any further in the game, and you're not going to be able to earn any more points. So in order to, to continue on, if you want to advance in the game, you have to purchase a starter pack. And without that, you're not going to be able to progress any further. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that, because I'm, I'm kind of... Uh, starting to get back into racing games. I'm not a big fan of, like, realistic racing games, like Gran Turismo, you know, games like that. But um, games like Blur that was recently released not too long ago and Split Second, those kind of games where it's more like a kart racer, arcade uh, kind of racing game, I, I'm really starting to dig those. So I'm, I'm kind of hoping that this is something that will uh, continue scratching that itch for me. Um, today, um, another big release is Transformers War for Cybertron, which comes out for the PC, PS3, 360, Wii, and DS, I believe. And it's a third-person shooter that uh, takes place before the original animated series when the Transformers were on Cybertron, and has a couple of different campaigns, one for each faction, the Autobots and the Decepticons. And I guess these campaigns can be played in a single-player or online multiplayer environment. Uh, so you can do a co-op mode there. There's also multiplayer elements. I guess there's a, there's like a couple of modes similar to what you'd find in Gears of War. Um, so that that might be pretty interesting. I'm not. Sh- that might be one of be one of be be one of those games that I purchase later on down the road. I'm not a huge Transformers fan, but um, but you know, I, I do like it. It's just, I, I think I kind of got soured on the whole franchise because of the movies. And I, I honestly, I'll just be honest with you. I just can't stand the movies at all. <laughs> uh, Sam and Max, the devil's playhouse episode three, they stole Max brain. Uh, that comes out for the PS3 and PC as well. Um, that continues that series. Um, bit a long fan of Sam and Max. So I'm really looking forward to that as well. So those are the three that I just kind of wanted to talk about a little bit. Um, Next up, I think I'll talk a little bit about the Nintendo 3DS. said that the display of the 3DS had no health issues. He 
said that we will recommend that very young children not look at 3D images, Reggie told Kotaku. That's because in young children, the muscles of their eyes are not fully formed. This is the same messaging that the industry is putting out with 3D movies, so it is a standard protocol. And he went on to say that young children, the young children cutoff edge would be around seven years old. Now, I don't necessarily have an issue, you know, with, you know, the, you know, the whole health concerns thing. But it's the statement that, that he says that this is a standard protocol that is also being put out with 3D movies. Um, Has anybody seen like a health warning uh, regarding young children when, you know, there's like a movie trailer out for the latest you know, melt your face 3D effects fest. Um, has anybody seen any kind of warning like that? I sure as hell haven't. You know, I, 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 I don't think you have either. It just, it doesn't exist. I mean, wh- where are, what are these protocols? I, I've never heard of them. And I think that Reggie is kind of being a little bit insincere. I mean, if you think for a second that they're going to um, state that, well, um, don't let your child play this new 3DS game, you know, in 3D because it could harm their eyes. You know, they don't want you to think that because they want your kid to want to buy the games and want to buy a new 3DS so they can see everything in 3D. Um, I don't know. It just, it, it, it sounds a little bit insincere to me and it doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, I'm not saying that there is a problem. The things that I've heard is that most people, you know, don't have any kind of major issues when when you're playing these kind of games. Um, some people might get a little bit nauseous, but, uh, you know, as far as, um, you know, the 3DS is concerned, there is a slider that allows you to adjust the intensity of that effect. Or you, And I guess you could just turn it off altogether if you wanted to. But, um, you know, as far as you know, feeding us this line that there's this bullshit standard protocol. Um, yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. So, I don't know. I think when I when I saw this and I read this, it kind of just pissed me off a little bit. I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, anyway, next up, I'm going to talk about a man who wanted an X- Xbox 360 a little too badly. resident and local crackpot Alan M. Crosswell was arrested last Tuesday night after police said he forced his way into a Fenhill Lane home and ordered the occupants to give him an Xbox 360. Crosswell was apparently watching Microsoft's E3 press conference after he witnessed the end in which all audience members received a free new Xbox 360. Crosswell snapped and went on a mission to get himself a new gaming rig using any means necessary. When the residents refused to hand over their precious console, police said Crosswell threatened to use the pipe. Fueled by the power of a six-pack of Mountain Dew and a bag of Doritos, the occupants forced Crosswell out of the house and locked the door where deputies arrested him outside without further incident. <laughs> you know, the, the, the thing that gets me about this, this particular um, news bit is that Crosswell said he threatened to use the pipe. That that just sounds wrong in so many different ways. Well, this will lead me into a quick little public service announcement, because if this guy 
wanted a new Xbox 360, um, and he already had a older model Xbox 360, he could take advantage of this GameStop deal that's going on right now. And I, I just, I'm throwing this out there as a public service announcement to anybody who might have an older model 360 who is looking for a cheap way to get a new one. GameStop's running this deal where you can upgrade to the new 360. That's the one with the 250 gigabyte hard drive, built-in wireless, um, dedicated Natal port, all that good stuff. Uh, you could trade in your old one with a wired or wireless controller for $100. Okay. Um, and then if you have a hard drive, you can trade that in for a certain amount of money. It just kind of depends on the size. It ranges from... Uh, you'll get a $30 trade-in value for a 20-gigabyte hard drive up to a $50 trade-in for a 250-gigabyte hard drive, I believe. Um, if you have some memory cards, you could trade those in as well. They'll take your wireless adapter. Um, I think that's like a $40 trade-in value. And then if you have any extra controllers, I don't know why you'd want to turn those in, but if you had extra controllers that you wanted to trade in, you could trade those in as well. Uh, I think that deal expires on the 18th of July. So if you want to take advantage of that, you got a little time uh, to think about it. But the reason why you kind of want to do this as soon as possible is that this week they're also running an additional uh, trade deal where you'll get an additional $25 um, trade-in bonus for any console that you trade in. So you know, your console trade-in could be $125 and then anything else on top of that. So the way I see it, you know, you could end up paying like maybe just 100 bucks for a brand new um, shiny Xbox 360 Slim um, as opposed to having to fork out, you know, you know, 300 bucks for it. So, you know, just a little, just a little PSA from, from me to you. Uh, take advantage of that. I think you know, it's a pretty good deal. I think I'm going to do it. Um, word on the street is is that there's not many uh, of these new consoles available out there right now. You're going to have to probably pre-order it first. Um, yeah, Microsoft said that they shipped them out, and they did. But, you know, stores didn't receive that many of them. They did, there just weren't that many to be had initially. So hopefully they'll be getting in a new shipment this week, and I'm, I'm planning on taking advantage of this if I can. Uh, next up, I'm going to talk about the destroyer of MMO worlds. started as EverQuest lead programmer and eventually was made the producer. Um, he eventually left uh, to create Sigil Games. Um, Sigil Games was the uh, development house that made Vanguard Saga of Heroes. Uh, the game was released around uh, 2007 um, and it had a lot of technical issues, you could say. <laughs> uh, McQuaid admitted that the game wasn't ready um, by launch, but they had to launch early because of financial issues. 
And after about uh, five, six months of bad reviews and sales, uh, Sony uh, took it over and McQuaid was removed from his position um, amidst a bunch of rumor and controversy, which I'm not going to exactly get into right now. But uh, all you got to do is look up his name on the net and there's plenty of information to be had there. Um, anyway, the news is, is that he's... Uh, back after like a good three-year break and he's going to co-found a new company based in the san diego area um, where they're going to focus on um bringing some sophistication to casual and social gaming and then he says at some point they'll also return to developing mmos um Here's something that he had to say on his blog. He says, After a needed three-year break from 11 years of working on massively multiplayer games with large teams' budgets and three- to five-year development cycles, I think this will be a nice change of pace. I'm also very excited to be involved in a genre that is relatively new to me. I look forward to bringing MMO design principles to casual and social gaming. Now, last time I checked... Games like Farmville and Mafia Wars and other Facebook crapfest games already had MMO design principles, and that's why I have such a problem with them. Um, you know, there's like leveling up, there's grinding, there's, you know, it, it's. They're, they're, those games are god awful. I don't know what MMO design principles he could bring to make those games suck any less than they already do. Um. I, I don't know. I just kind of kind of find it interesting that that's the that's the uh, you know type of gaming that he wants to uh, start developing. It, it just I don't know. I, I would stay away from it personally. Uh, Facebook is already um, has a glut of those kind of games as it, as it is already. Sure, there's probably a little money to be had there, but even now. Um, face, you know, the, those Facebook games are reporting, you know, losses of millions of players. I mean, yeah, they'll, they'll maintain players for a little bit. And then a game like Farmville, I think I read somewhere where it lost millions of players recently. And, you know, they just, you know, they'll play it for a while and then they'll realize, God, what a soul sucking suck fest this is. And they stop playing it after a while. So yeah, I don't know. Not sure. Good luck though, Brad. Good luck. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for today's edition of Channel Massive Today. Tomorrow I'm going to talk about playing games in easy mode, the motion control craze, and a little bit more. Again, if you want to chime in on the show, you can always contact me at mail at channelmassive.com. Um, there's always also the Twitter feed at twitter.com slash channelmassive. Thank you for downloading the show, and we'll see you tomorrow. Сегодня соберутся все друзья, будем